There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Vince McMahon is back, but who stole his precious golden egg? (laughs) (laughs) Not a word of that was a lie. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, your new Jam That Champion. I'm joined by Adam Blompier as we review WWE Survivor Series 2021. But wait, you have beaten Pete Quinnell, Chopper Pete Quinnell for the belt, but you haven't beaten him for that belt. I did not. You beat him for our brand new... Jam that championship title belt designed by Paul Martin Belt. Oh, it's such a beauty. It is, and it's much lighter to hold on the old shoulder. So <laughs> that makes it a delight. How do you feel? Feel good. Feel good. It was good to jam it in uh, on, on Pete Quinnell because he had uh, soundly beats me. Yes. In the old predictions yes. game. I, I had lost... Fair and square. Quite massively. 5-2, like mm. in fact, I had lost. <laughs> but still, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because the gimmick, you know. Because I jammed it in anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I am the new jam, that champion. And hey, that wasn't the biggest thing of the night, really, was it? Adam. Hello. Vince McMahon's back. <laughs> I know, he is. With his crazy eyebrows and his wacky hair. I just voice. 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 I just so, WWE are brilliant at brand integration. We saw this earlier this year with the zombie match. Yes, of course. With, how, how could I forget? With Damien Priest and The Miz. We saw it with the um, that water that was like 98% sugar <laughs> that Xavier Woods was spraying out onto people bloody, at SummerSlam. Bloody hell, I don't know how I feel like a Pizza Hut. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, know. I could have three Pizza Hut pizzas. Cricket right, Wireless, anyone? <laughs> 
So WWE. WWE is cool, aren't they? Oh, God, they're so good. This is how they get the 1849 demographic. <laughs> so WWE also have a deal with Netflix to promote the new movie that they've got, Red Notice, which stars Rock the Dwayne Johnson. And that is a movie we have now learned via the medium of WWE is about people stealing eggs that once belonged to Cleopatra. It's not clear whether or not Queen Cleopatra laid these eggs. Nope. But they, yeah, these are ancient eggs, which the movie, they're the movie MacGuffins. Um, but uh, one one featured here tonight. Yes, well, th- those were just props. They were just props. Vin- Vinnie Mac made it very clear <laughs> it's just a prop in Dwayne's movie. He's got the real this 100 the million dollar egg. egg. So Vince McMahon, like he arrives in this limo on the pre-show. <laughs> He arrives in this limo. He steps out. There's a gaggle of WWE superstars and Adam Pearce and Sonny Deville. Please don't fire me. Going bananas that Vince McMahon is here. Please don't fire me too. applauding the fact that he came here. And then he goes, I've got one thing to show you. (laughs) And he goes back into the car. It's like, oh God, is it our pink slips? And he comes out with this golden egg. And they go even more ballistic for the golden Mm. egg. Later, later on in the show. Sorry, do you want to? Do you want? Do you want to? What, what are your thoughts? My, my, I mean, my immediate thoughts are um, mere days after a mass release of talent, Vince shows up with a bit of gaudy fifty cent bull s word uh, jewelry, uh, which apparently is worth a hundred million. It's like you don't want to sell that and keep a keep a couple of people employed in your company. But this is how you get record profits, really, isn't it? So. Later oh, on it's the, so bleak. Later on in the night, uh, Vince is in his office. Roman Reigns approaches, and he sort of goes past the security guard, and he steps in. Survivor Series we're talking about. Yeah, 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 Survivor, yeah, yeah. There's also Survivor Series matches on this show. <laughs> Roman Reigns. 25th Univ- anniversary of The Rock, if any. Universal Champion took on the WWE Champion in the main event. Uh, the Rock didn't show. And um, so Roman approaches Vince, and he walks in, and Vince's like, I want to show you my egg. And so he shows him his egg, and he explains to him that this is just Cleopatra's egg. I want from I got it from and Roman is looking like he is finally effrending <laughs> cracked it. He is absolutely out to lunch. What this guy. is happening? When here? can I leave? What is this? <laughs> what am I doing here? And he eventually essentially just goes like Vampire cool. wants to show me his new egg. In my day. <laughs> <laughs> Nichols had pictures of bumblebees on them. It's essentially what happened here. And so Roman's like, cool, bro, I'm out. And so he gets up and he leaves. The, like, we have, a, I don't know, five matches or something. We cut back to... Survivor Series. It was Survivor Series. Yeah, you know, it's wrestling, isn't it? So we cut back to Vince in another segment. Mm. And Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville are yucking it up with each other because a great time. they're doing a wonderful pay-per-view. N- none of them calling attention to the fact that there is an empty case on... But we on as the, the audience have seen oh, that yeah. the, the, the case that once had this $100 million <laughs> golden egg is it's no longer there. And Vince McMahon walks in with his with his telephone and he's sitting down because he's texting Linda or something. iPhone 13 Pro. He keeps up with the times. <laughs> it is, yeah. And it was red as well, so he's clearly Team Raw. And um, <laughs> Team Raw, by the way, won the night. Never that. That was never brought oh, up. Oh, that was not in doubt. That, that was not. <laughs> also never brought up on commentary whatsoever. Um, brand loyalty, brand warfare. And he's just like, I'm a very solid amazing job over here. And then he notices that the egg's gone. 
And I'll say, Hugs Scott. Call the police. Call the cops. Call the neighbors. I'll call the Coast Guard. Call, <laughs> call, call, call the mayor. Call Donald. He owes me a favor. And then he tells Adam Pierce. Adam. Not you. I know, <laughs> I know. But I looked up. I'm, I'm such a narcissist. He tells Adam Pierce, gather together the stars of Raw and SmackDown on Raw tomorrow night. Because we're going to question everyone on who stole Vince McMahon's golden egg. Because when the ratings are down, Vince goes back to what he knows. Big dudes with muscles, ladies with skimpy clothing, heel authority figures, and Vince McMahon back on the telly. And egg-based intrigue. And exactly, a whodunit. There's done loads of these whodunit things before. Do you remember like during when Shawn Michaels came back mm. for his match with Triple H? And they were like, oh man, we've got a really good match here with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. It's a storyline that writes itself. What it needs, though, is a whodunit <sighs> angle first. You know, you know who stole the egg, right? You know it's only bloody Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> He's absolutely the person behind this. Vince bloody loves a whodunit. And that's what we got here. We got a who egged it. About, like, who stole an, Vince... An egg done it. <laughs> who stole Vince... So, Adam, Hello, who, who do you think stole... This is the most important <laughs> thing coming out of Survivor Series 2021. Who stole Vince... Okay, we're be, you know, being glib here. We're going to laugh about this a lot. And we had quite a giggle about this on the live reactions. Oh, we sure did. I'm genuinely curious to watch Raw. <laughs> and I haven't said that all year long. <laughs> So they got you. Kudos to WWE. They got me this time. And the chips are down. When they put themselves into a corner, they I'm, somehow find a way. Oh, I'm watching. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to be watching. You I'll might, be watching that show. Might not even watch it in two speed. Might watch it in 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> I might just, I'm going to watch it on the BT Sport app on my telly. <laughs> With ad breaks and all. I'm not watching it live. Um, See, so, like, who do you think stole the egg? <laughs> I mean, there's so many people it could have been. It could have been could have been Brock Lesnar, of course. He needs something to do after losing to Roman at Crown Jewel. Uh, it could be The Rock, obviously, because the whole the red notice about him stealing the egg, so he's got practice and he's got previous. Uh, Horns- but he got it from The Rock. Oh, he did say The Rock gave it's me a scam. This. It it's a long con. Oh, oh right, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like how you know when Vince McMahon was the Howard Power <laughs> and. <laughs> His whole it was part, me, Vince. His whole spit, his whole shtick of being the Howard Power was to keep the title off of Austin, and part of that plan was putting the title on Austin. <laughs> I've got a long con to get this egg. Now we've got the egg. I'm going to give it to this old man, and then I'm going to steal I'm it. Again. Steal it back. I'm going to go to the show, steal it. I'm going to appear on the show. Yeah, yeah. Red Notice Two. two. <laughs> It's the, the a movie trailer was cut into the opening video package of a major big four WWE pay per view. Like, I it, it's it's absolutely mind boggling, yeah. So, Stephanie McMahon was uh touting this on the investors' call that we had uh in the, the quarterly investors' call, which we all love listening to at Russell Talk. It's part of, it's on our Spotify playlist, great chat. Um, that WWE are super wicked cool at brand integration better than any other sport of brand integration because we saw it with the zombie film with Batista of course what was that yeah. called again? Army, Army of, the, of dead. the Dead so we saw it with that we saw it with that water thing at, at SummerSlam the 
The Rock's 25th anniversary battle royal to celebrate 25 years of The Rock was a Pizza Hut advert. They're, they're dead good at this. And that's what this is. So when they were promoting Survivor Series, they also were promoting the movie and being like, hey, these guys are cool, but really should watch this movie. You probably stop this pay-per-view and go watch the movie if you want. Stop watching it on Peacock. Hop yeah, on over to, Netflix. Netflix, over to Netflix. They know how to yeah. take care of you over there. So, should we try and come up with a short list of people it could be? <laughs> because I'm gonna, I want to do a four-person poll. It's bloody swoggle, mate. You okay, know so it's you're swoggle. You're saying the horde swoggle. Uh, R-Truth. R-Truth. Roman. <laughs> Roman! Roman. Roman. <laughs> He's naked. <laughs> Din, din, din. He descended slowly from the ceiling. Exactly. When that first scene, he was casing the joint. <laughs> and then for the fourth one, I'm Sammy Zayn. Yeah, it feels like something you do, doesn't it? It feels like a Sammy thing, doesn't it? So, uh, Marge Mother, if you can hear me, that is a, a poll we'd like to put up. Who stole the egg? Was it Hornswoggle? <laughs> the end of Sam. Who stole the Vince McMahon's egg? Was it Hornswoggle, R Truth, Roman, or Sammy Zayn? Find out next week. <laughs> I have a feeling that Hornswoggle is going to run away with this as the troll vote. Yeah. Um, okay, secondary question. Are you interested? In who stole the egg? Yeah. Like, does it does it make you want to watch Raw? No, of course not. Um, we, we've all had a bit of fun here today, but we know WWE and we know that WWE love a whodunit. They also uh, absolutely cack the bed when it comes to solving the whodunits. Oh, they suck at them. They do. Uh, it, it, won't, it probably won't be funny tomorrow. It probably won't be funny when it happens. It... Genuinely, someone left uh, a comment for us on our stream, which you should watch because we lose our minds over the egg. Uh, but someone put it like, oh, it's just going to be Vince turns up to catering and sees our truth tucking into an omelette and a broken egg, a broken golden egg next to him, which makes no sense. And everyone would, and Vince will just go. <sighs> and, then he, and then he'll walk out of the. It's probably better than the last time you saw someone. <laughs> Could have been worse. And then probably everyone will burst into a fight. <laughs> Adam Pierce shuts up and goes, Great work, boss. You've done it again. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. God, WWE is cool. Isn't, isn't it just Adam? Uh, let's see what you have to say about this in the ultra chats rustalk.com forward slash support callum hogan said hi boys still here still smashed you're my two favorite wrestle talk boys oh uh two questions one more bev yes or no it's half past five now but I we're also going to be doing this for another better part of an hour i mean so. i do have a bev on the floor but it is half five um I and mean, who would you rather spend a romantic weekend with simon dean or kerwin white not chavo Egg. <laughs> <laughs> so they've written here. Yes, that, oh, that's Egg. a lot of G's. Um, Simon Dean, I guess. Because Cohen, Cohen, like Simon Dean is annoying, but Cohen White says racist things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, when you put it that way. I was about to say, I mean, he does like playing golf, and, you know, that's always, at least that's something to do. I'd rather play golf than do exercise. <laughs> I mean, you're, as, the, as the old saying I mean, goes, if you're having an intimate night, you'll probably be doing some exercise, regardless. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what we got next? Uh, Jenny Davis says, "You know, 
WWE reminds me a lot of the title of Zayn's newest album, Nobody Is Listening. Also, listen to that if you haven't yet. It's amazing. Also, look, since you have a daughter, you'll be listening to his old band a lot in 10 years. I'm assuming that's Zayn is in. I thought that was Sami Zayn. Oh, Sami Zayn. Maybe it's Zayn from, from what? From One Direction? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that makes Billy me, that... Zane. <laughs> I hope it's Billy Zane. It's definitely not Billy Zane. That makes way more sense because I was I was like, Sammy Zane's released an album. That's pretty that's pretty impressive. Um and Bloodwire Radio said, Egg got called up and released already. This company is an embarrassment. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. Very good. Beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Get yourselves 10 free craft beers on us. Not one, not two, not three. 10 free craft beers. All you got to do is pay for that wicked postage and packaging, which is about six quid. Mm. Which, you know, if you're in London, that's a beer. Yeah, exactly. So you get, you get nine more of the buckers. Blue neck. So uh, click the link in the video description down below or the one that's being spammed in the chat by our wonderful moderating team. Get yourself 10 free craft beers. It's also a great Christmas present for uh, a loved one who also <laughs> likes delicious craft ale. It's an excellent service. I've been a user of them for, I've been saying five years, but it's actually more like six years I have been a user of Beer 52. I think it's an excellent, excellent service and they're wonderful people. Oh, well, isn't that lovely? So I'm a big, big fan of them. They also do Wine 52 as well. Oh. Yeah, we're going to talk to them about that. Oh. Uh, so click the link the video description down below. Thank you to Beer52 for sponsoring this episode. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right. There was also wrestling on this pay-per-view. <laughs> it was far. It was genuinely less consequential. Ge- genuinely, the, all of the wrestling on this show is going to have less consequence than the, than the, the egg. The golden egg. Than, You're right, actually. Yeah, because like nothing. Mattered. Nothing's holding over till Raw. Like nothing mattered on this show. It was remarkable how nothing mattered on this show. Here's the thing, right? So Survivor Series has sort of been this way for the past. Going on five years now, 2016 was the first major year where they really, really started to ram home brand warfare. And genuinely, as a format, normally when I don't hate the company, uh, I'm fine with that. Because normally it's a chance for some really good wrestlers to have some... Yes, consequence-free and generally context-free exhibition matches. And generally speaking, that is an unoffensive night of wrestling. And I think this Survivor Series, actually, in terms of the in-ring product, is one of the higher examples of consequence-free means nothing Survivor Series brand warfare. I actually think there were some pretty brilliant matches on this card. Uh, But it did come during a week where they released yet another swathe of their talent, including the preposterously talented Hit Row. Uh, So yeah, like the the ill feeling towards WWE is at an all-time high. And coupled with the fact that they built the entire thing around The Rock and he never showed up. The only part of The Rock that showed up was the egg from his bloody movie oh uh, i've got to find um steph chase had a fabulous way of phrasing this i need to find it where is she stephanie chase she put it as do 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 where is it oh stephanie i can't find you well, while, while you find oh sorry uh, if you've ever in, if you've ever been embarrassed about uh drunk texting an ex remember wwe wanted a four hour long tribute show to the rock and he didn't show up I, I saw uh, Sean Rossap post, I think it was Sean Rossap or the Fightful account, uh, say that The Rock contributed more to Bound for Glory 2020 by sending in a cameo uh, than he did to a show which was just full of video packages. Yeah, we got, there were so many video packages Rock being like, God, he's great. God, he's absolutely brilliant as The Rock. And that was it. And there was nothing else to this. Like the the battle royal that we got was in honor of the Rock, I guess, but that was overshadowed by Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. So it didn't feel like the Rock's battle royal, which is what it was set up to be, because there's 25 lads in there because of 25 years of the Rock. And so, and I do think that there really was a swell of people who were like, there's so much references to the Rock in this. Roman did a Rock bottom mm. in the main event, and yeah, the Rock didn't show. They also sort of teased that Brock Lesnar might be there because just before the main event, uh, Heyman announced that Brock Lesnar was no longer indefinitely suspended. And in the end, it was just like, nah, Roman just wins and pay-per-view goes off the air. 
I do think there would have been a swell. Because, like, you know, they didn't advertise that The Rock was going to be there. No. They never said, hey, buy your ticket now because The Rock's going to be there. But Taker turned up to his. And no one was there for that. No. Well, I mean, Michael P.S. Hayes was, but, you know, he's always there. So the show opened with. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest. On the bloody pre-show. On the bloody pre-show, which I thought was Your mid-card titles. (laughs) I thought this was a slam dunk win for Damian Priest because he's getting a push on Raw, whereas Shinsuke Nakamura isn't. Mm. Like, he is losing tag matches. He's losing tag matches, and Rick Boogs isn't the one being pinned. The Intercontinental Champion is the one being pinned. So I thought Damien Priest has got to be a surefire win here. No, what happened was Damien Priest had the match won. Rick Boogs played some stuff on a guitar. Damien Priest got annoyed at this, mm-hmm. hulked out, smashed the guitar, and got himself DQ'd like a twat. <laughs> I do not like this new Damien Priest. Thing. No, I, I mean, I like... I. I... I don't necessarily hate it because if they run with it, they'll create something that I think people generally are going to get invested in. If it's something in the match where just like something happens, it, it, it's call and it's call and response with the fans. If he starts to pull a face and that means something, the fans will eventually bite. They they just will. Wrestling fans are very very predictable that way. Um, what is absolutely crap is there doesn't they're not feuding. No, they're not going to feud. It's Raw versus SmackDown. They're going to go their separate ways. Just like he could have just been distracted and rolled up by Nakamura. Why did he have to get himself disqualified? Why didn't? Why didn't? Why could no one win? Why could no one win on the pre-show? Because WWE are always in this thing where they put themselves in this position. They don't want either guy to lose. They were like, well, now what do we do? Oh, I guess we'll just do a DQ no contest. Just making things feel even more inconsequential. Mm. And they sit back and they're like, how do we keep putting ourselves in this situation? Because you make the situation. Like, you made these rules. Mm. And now you've got to like, and you're like, oh man, we've got to can't book our way out of this. Yeah, it's like, what what were you expecting? A a, a clean finish in a match that we booked? We didn't have any choice. We booked it. The title switch all over again. We had no choice but to do the title switch. There was no other way around the situation (laughs) of them being on the different shows. Total dud, really um, sad way to start the show. And also like a really, really poor advert for the pay oh, yeah. because remember remember the pre-show is supposed to be an advert for the pre Vince was on the pre-show yeah like they were trying to they were parachuting Vince in to try and drum up interest for Survivor Series one of the worst built big four pay-per-views in a in a decade um and this was your final push to kind of watch this show it's going to be great was someone breaks a guitar and gets himself DQ'd and awful sure better buy this show Thankfully, the opening match that we got, uh, Becky versus Charlotte, was the only match that had any form of intrigue going into it because of the actual animosity between the two backstage following that title exchange situation. And, you know, they've been cutting some pretty decent promos on each other that were blurring the lines between shoot and work. And they kicked the crap out of each other in this match i really wanted to hate it i because re- i was like I, I was really anti the show i was staying up late i was real grumpy i hadn't had my pizza yet i really wanted to hate this match it is the best match that becky and charlotte have had so far yeah it was real good if they and you know with the video package if they are trying to build kind of like them as the kind of rock and uh austin 
kind of thing. You know, now that Ronda's especially out of the picture, it feels like if you're going to have a, a women's wrestling rock in Austin, it's probably now at this point going to be Becky and Charlotte. So far, this has been the best match they've done in that yeah. saga. Yeah, that just was really, really good. And I, I actually said on the uh, reaction stream that despite the fact that this was the match with the most interest going in, I wasn't that interested in it. Because mm. I've seen Becky Charlotte. I've seen it quite a lot. So I was kind of like, I'm ready for them to be able to do something new. Because it feels like that's all they ever do is just feud with each other. Yeah. And I'm and I'm pretty over that. And because WWE have this insistence of not building new stars, they are just sort of doomed to repeat this cycle over and over again. So I was going into it being like, oh, cool. I've seen this match, you know, 20,000 times at this point. But they went in there and they did a completely different match to what they'd done previously. So more fool me, mm. really. And I thought I actually thought this was really good. Becky's outfit as well. She came out as Scarlet Witch, which was pretty rad. Um, they just they both looked awesome. They both beat the piss out of each other. Oh, absolutely! Just grabbing hair, yanking. Yeah. Um, like and not not in like a cat fight way, no. in a vicious kind of like. And some of it genuinely looked. Uh, what I liked about it, like you said, we discussed in the stream, was it didn't look choreographed. It didn't look like you know intricate Johnny Gargano, you know, chain wrestling. These guys, these guys hated each other, and so they had a Weatherspoons parking lot brawl. That's exactly. They were just yeah. scrapping trying to deck each other like the opening stage of this match is like that is how a blood feud match should start which is crazy because on like this is like terribly built show that there, there are no real major storylines going into this most of this story came from like backstage real yeah. life bleeding in and like and people going off script and stuff so like that is the only thing that kind of really bled in to give it any kind of intrigue and interest but they use that to have genuinely the most heated match I've seen at least the, the most heated start to a match I've seen genuinely more heated than some like than <laughs> um like when Seth tried to rip out Rey Mysterio's eye like genuinely they started the match less hot than this who they basically just like had a tiff backstage and are calling each other bitches the weird thing is though like the, and I really enjoyed the finish to this I actually loved the finish to this which was that Charlotte rolled Becky up and held onto the ropes and the referee caught her and then Becky reverses that, rolls her up, and she grabs the ropes to get the win. But it was a very, very cool finish. I think it was basically the finish to the triple threader crown jewel. Uh, well, yeah, Becky did the same uh, hook the yes. ropes with her arm. So maybe she's making that like part of her shtick now. Maybe. So, you know, I can, I can totally get behind. So I, I quite enjoyed the finish. But it's not building to anything. No, because they're on different shows. Well, it's building to this will be revisited. They, 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 you know, they're destined to do this forever, according to four star movie The Dark Knight. Um, they, it, it's something that they will come back to. This is kind of a stepping stone. I'm sure Charlotte. I'm sure they will meet again. Charlotte will probably get the win back. Then they'll just keep building and building this thing. It's the John Cena, Randy Orton. It's the Rock, Austin. Um, but like, like I said, I, I, yeah, I really. I really dug it. Yeah, good. This is easily the best thing on the show for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Outside, I mean, outside of the egg. Outside of the egg. I like the main event, but this is, yeah, is, is my favorite thing. Because like I say, it, it was a, felt like a fresh, different style of booking, a different style of fight. It's not, I wouldn't say that it felt real. It just felt like it had urgency to it and an urgency that you don't often see, especially at a show like Survivor Series where people are fighting for t-shirts 
Yeah, well, we get to the t-shirts a little bit later on. Uh, there were no t-shirts in the men's elimination match, though, which no. I was delighted to see. They weren't looking out there. They weren't out there looking like complete dorks. They didn't have to wear the t-shirts. Oh, can I just say one thing about uh, the way the women's match ends? The only thing I'm annoyed at is Charlotte going. Ah. I, I I didn't mind. That to me is very John Scenery. It's very kind of like if I just go, you got me. It just immediately diffuses the tension. Like they went into the match. Literally, the first thing was that Charlotte just like tried. To, sorry. Oh, oh, Adam. oh, oh, oh Edison oh, Vinny. Oh no. Oh, sorry. But immediately went in to try to poof, clock her in the face. But at the end of the match, when Becky, Becky cheated, cheated to beat her, Charlotte's, Charlotte's just like, like "You old yeah, scam. Oh, yeah, you got me. You rascal." Yeah. Walking yeah. off, looking behind, behind him. Like, oh, because, because if Charlotte doesn't care, then she didn't really lose. And I hate that. Well, yeah, care that you lost. Well, I know, but there was a Grayson Waller told me on NXT that wins and losses don't matter. So you know. Really, why do we care? That's, that's, a, that's, that's a sour, sour note, but, but the match was great. Match was great. Uh, the men's elimination match, I it took me a little while to get into this. And I think by the end, I don't think I was into this. And I don't think it was helped by the fact that our opening contest had a DQ finish. Mm. Our second contest had a screwy finish uh, by cheating. Yeah. The first elimination was a countout. We then had two pinfalls, and then two people got eliminated by countout. And I was like, "Why can't we just pin people in this company? Like everyone, like they have to like protect everyone, so no one gets over because no one's doing anything." Well, it's, it's, it's it's not protecting someone to have them be a part of something that's really dumb. Like Drew looked dumb. Like, um, so yeah, obviously, uh, so Kevin Holmes walked out. Fun bit of camp. Lo- Fun really bit of character stuff. Loved, loved Owens walking out. Because why wouldn't he stay? Why would he stay there? Yeah. No one likes him. No one trusts him. So he's just like, screw you guys. Yeah, he, hates, he hates everyone there and he doesn't yeah. care about t-shirts. Um, so he he leaves, uh, which, you know, if that's isolated by itself, that's fine. And then I can't remember. Then... Woods and Balor got pinned normally. Oh, and um, Corbin? Corbin. Uh, oh, Corbin was out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone beat Corbin. Uh, and then, yes, absolutely. Drew McIntyre, who genuinely, like, the betting odds were in SmackDown's favor. And I think the genuinely the reason was there's only one main eventer. One died in the wall for sure main eventer on SmackDown's team, and that was Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. So everyone was thinking, oh, he's going to get the treatment that ended up being the treatment that Bianca Belair got, which is like, oh, He's going to go down. He's going to win by himself. That sets him up versus Roman. That gives him the credibility that he needs. Instead, he brawls Bobby Lashley on the outside. Again, reigniting a feud, which isn't going to continue because they're on two separate brands. And he doesn't make it back into the ring for a 10 count. And he looks like a proper pancake. I do think this is going to lead to a match, though. I think this is going to be a WrestleMania match. Like, you know, uh, brands be damned. I think these are going to be like, it's the star from Raw, star from SmackDown. Uh, the dream match you didn't know you wanted that you got at WrestleMania this year. Um, so I think that they, I do think they're going to do this match at Mania. It really felt like they were trying to like build these two. And later on, the video package that we got, we got a video package for Drew and a video package for Bobby. I don't see it. I don't think so. I, okay. I, 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 I genuinely feel like I, those packages were for us because Peacock were getting advertisements yeah, yeah. at the time. And it just, yeah, like I, it puts no heat on the feud it because it's such a diffusing all the fans hated it we hated it and then after that it completely took all the steam out of the men's match because raw had finn balor um it had um 
who else it had? Obviously, Seth Rollins and Austin Theory, to be fair. But then on his the, juicy ass. And his, <laughs> yes, he did have a big bum, does Austin Theory. Good for you, sir. But on the SmackDown side of things, you had Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. At that point, you know they're not winning. So just, hu- and then like another 10 to 15 minutes happens. Oh, there was a huge like swell of just like, oh, okay, just get on with it, lads. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, well, I think we can skip to the end now. Poor old Jeff Hardy. <sighs> Jeff Hardy went into this match knowing like he's going to be there for 40 minutes. So spent the first 35 of them not doing anything. Was that not a spot that could have been taken by Woods? Like, I mean, geez, wrestling, oh. wrestling in slow motion was Jeff Hardy. Clapping in slow motion was Jeff Hardy. He's like, I'm not going to exert all my energy now because I've got to save it for the final flurry that we've got. It was quite sad watching Jeff in this position. You're absolutely right. Why wasn't that Woods the king of the ring? Mm. Why wasn't Woods in that position? The man who's recently just been feuding with Roman Reigns. He's like literally like the underdog going like in, into it. Like, you know, the plucky underdog who's just got a big win. is finally starting to build a bit of steam. Like becoming a single star for the first time ever oh. in his in his career. Like, ah, uh, never mind. Never mind, eh? It's uh, just an example of weird, screwy booking I, I i don't get it i don't know who obviously like people like jeff hardy he is a mainstream holdover star a lot of nostalgia behind him you know everyone loves his theme tune all that stuff but uh, i just it's you just felt all the air go out of the match because yeah. you knew jeff hardy is not gonna beat seth rollins the number one contender for the wwe champion yeah 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 so uh, Seth Rollins was the sole survivor of that match, I think. Yeah, Theory got pinned, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Theory had a good showing. Yeah, Theory had a really good Austin, showing. Austin Theory was elevated by that match. Yeah. Then we got Vince in the office with the egg. <laughs> <laughs> these are... So I'm, I'm using Ollie Davis's notes that he took during the show. Vince in office with egg. Roman enters. Vince says, look at the egg. <laughs> Roman, Roman, look at the egg. What it's do you the, think? It's the actual egg, not the stage prop. Look at the diamonds. It's worth millions of dollars. Roman smiles and just walks out. <laughs> cool. So cool. here we are. I mean, you know, it was a, a lovely tribute to The Rock, as was the 25-man battle royal, which I think is still going on. Jeez, oh. This wasn't anything to do with The Rock in the end. This was just a big advert for Pizza Hut, and a Moss won, and it just kept on. Go- it was like an Energizer bunny. It kept going and going and going and going and going, and it took forever to get to our very obvious conclusion that the man who can't take a bump isn't gonna take a bump, and he won. Iron Sheik in WrestleMania X7 was a moss here. It was such bollocks. It, yeah. Oh, man. It just... I... People wonder why... <laughs> where, at what point did WWE lose their edge? <laughs> and I think it's when you have respected athletes dicking around over pizza slices. With, you know, like... Uh, what, what's his name... What's, what's the name of the one who who, who boffed Mandy? Otis. Otis. Uh, <laughs> Sir. 
They went, <laughs> they went on a romantic holiday it, together. It's ten, I think we it's can ten assume. It's to six in the morning. I think, I'll allow you I think we can assume bedroom things happened. Um, uh, so, yeah, like just like generally hypnotizing him with, with pizza in the yeah. same way that, you know, you would, you would charm a snake. But you'd think that would lead to something with Chad Gable. Because Chad Gable's whole thing is like in the Alpha Academy, I'm making you a better version of you. But it didn't. It just led to the elimination of our truth and Otis. It's just a bunch of pizza shenanigans. And I'm, I'm sorry, I just don't have, I don't have the energy left in my old bones. No. To, to find it thigh slapping and rib tickling. T-shirts were back for this. Oh yeah, this was the T-shirt match for sure. Yeah. What was the prize? The pizzas. <laughs> So like all the pizzas on the outside, but is that what the win- you know well, like almost the- didn't get the prize if that's the case. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like the street profits sort of stole all the pizzas from it and throw out this old crusty pizza. Oh and- yeah, those those pizzas did not move. They no, were they you could bang them against the table and they wouldn't they would shatter. And then he came back to him. <laughs> Genuinely, and some of them are so pointy, and, and then the street profits just start hoying them into the crowd. You can have someone's eye out with that. Like Brock Lesnar with that car door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the street profits coming out and offering Byron some pizza, and then be like, ah, you don't get the pizza, what, Byron, you, stu- you stupid prick. What no pizza for you, Byron. So mean. I know. Poor old Byron. What's the point? What's the point of any of this? Yeah, uh, and Amos did not get his pizza. This was no good, and it went on forever. <laughs> and it totally dragged us out of the pay-per-view because we were barely paying attention during RK Bro versus the Usos. Mm. And it was your standard WWE tag team match on telly. The heels work over one of the baby faces for a long time. That baby face gets a hot tag to the other baby face who runs wild, who then tags back in the original baby face who also runs wild, and then you do the finish. Hell of a finish, though. Hell of a finish, which was like uh, one of the Usos went up for a splash. Orton caught him in midair, despite not being the legal man, got the pin. And uh, Riddle took the splash anyway. Yeah. So very Randy Orton. Very kind of like, I I will win us the match, but I'm not going to protect you in yeah. any way. But I, 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 I didn't really care much about this it was fine it was was, fine yeah it's fine uh there was some nice flurries with riddle and both usos when he's just kind of going hog wild on like his hot tag like riddle had a really good hot tag in the match but like you say it's yeah it's it's pretty inconsequential but decent it's it's not like a takeover tag team match but it was decent uh i'm gonna read ollie's notes verbatim here backstage with vince adam pearson Sonya deville excited to talk to vince the egg is gone Vince goes on for way too long about who could have stolen it. Sonya calls the police. Pierce says it could be a superstar. Did Vince talk about like, oh, there was a slimy person. Oh, there was a slimy man. And the nurse keeps stealing my medication. I am so excited for Crokey Vince to be on Raw. Doing Welcome. Monday Night Raw. He's not. He's not good at promos anymore. It get. It, it'll. It'll get sad. You mark my words. Oh, it, oh, it already is. Mm. Uh, then we got the women's uh, Survivor Series match: Raw versus SmackDown. I was ready to throw in the towel at this point. Really was. I was so done with this show. That if, Battle Royal killed me. If you enjoy the show. That's absolutely fine. But you do have to understand that. Yes, first of all, we are grumpy old men who don't oh, yeah. like uh, pizza-based uh, shenanigans. Uh, 
ass slapping antics where people fall over and cross their eyes and do a whole Kevin James, uh, you know, oh, I fell on my bum routine involving pizza. We're just too old for that. Yeah. We're both in our mid thirties. Um, but I'm also holding a fake title belt. <laughs> Because you jammed it in with a lunchbox. I it in with a gold box. Uh, but you have to understand that it, it was at this point around about half three oh, in yeah. the morning for us. And we were crashing. Staring down, down the barrel of what was probably going to be another half hour of inconsequential, iffily booked uh, elimination wrestling. Like, oh, we man. basically lost it in this match because we were just so focused on the egg. And... <laughs> Everything to do with the egg. All of the egg puns. Someone said in the chat, can they coexist? Yeah, oh, oh, oh chef's, chef's kiss. kiss. Chef's kiss, beautiful. And unfortunately, some people did not coexist in this match because SmackDown, Team SmackDown, were absolute doofy twats in this match. <laughs> they were up. They were up four to one. Yep. They had Sasha Banks, Shotzi, someone else, and another person. And they were like, and it was Bianca Belair on her own. And for whatever reason, Shotzi and whoever else she was with decided, despite the fact they've been working together for the majority of the match, ah, we're just going to sack Sasha Banks off now. Yeah. We're going to stop her. Her own teammates stopped her from getting in the ring and she got counted out. Well, they did do a promo early in the night. I think either it was, it could have been on the pre-show. I can't remember. And crucially, I don't care. It was on the pre-show. But uh, where she talks to all of her and like, you know, does some subtle shade through her team. And, you know, the team starts to fall apart there. So they did at least lay, uh, well, they planted the egg um, for the the match earlier in the night. Uh, It, I, Sasha got back into the ring. Yeah, multiple she got, times. She got into the, like she was halfway under the ropes. That's enough. Oh yeah, to break I've, these. I've seen a ref count like yeah, yeah. Soccer count less. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Like, get make Shane look like an idiot. Make Shotzi look like an idiot. And makes who was it? Natalia. I think it was Natalia. Yeah, it was Natalia. Yeah, it was, uh, Shayna Baszler was one of the other. Yeah, ones. Shayna, Shayna Shotzi and and, and Natty. Yeah. And it's the other two things to for, I wanted to make note of this is that. There were two number one contenders to the top titles in this. You know, Tony Storm has said, I'm now the number one contender to the uh, SmackDown. And, they, and it really feels like because they're doing Sasha and Shotzi, that Tony is next in line to face uh, Flair for the title. Mm. She was the first one eliminated for Team SmackDown. Yep. Liv Morgan, who is the number one contender to Becky, was the first out for her team, or at least the second. I know she was the second out for her team because Mella was out. Mm. But they were both out really early in the match. I thought Liv Morgan had a decent enough showing. Like, well, Tony Storm had a decent enough showing, but they were also the first people eliminated for their teams. So, like, they're not. They don't feel like the number one can. Like Tony, does Tony Storm feel like the number one contender when she's the first person out of five people eliminated? Here's the question: Was it better or worse than last year's women's match? When Nia Jax, oh, the Nia Jax one, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Nia Jax ran away from the ring <laughs> instead of going back in the ring, and and ev- and everyone was eliminated apart from Lana. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what bad? Um, and and in the end, it was basically all built around so that Bianca Belair could beat all four of them on her own, which mm. she did. Well, all three of them on her own because they <laughs> Team SmackDown eliminated Sasha Banks themselves. And so she pins Shotzi, she pins uh, Natty, and she pins Baszler. Bianca Belair looked awesome. 
I don't think this accomplished a whole deal outside of making Bel Air look really good. Yeah, I um, think it should have come down to, I think Bianca should have binned off Natty, binned off Shotzi. Maybe some miscommunication got rid of Shayna and it should have come down to Bianca versus Sasha. Yeah. Because why not? Because that's the why thing that people are you? interested yeah. in. Yeah, like when they were actually in the ring, the fans came alive. The fans did a Mexican wave yeah, during this did, match because yeah. they did not give oh, a crap. Yeah. The, this crowd were done well because they've just been shown some pantomime vaudevillian bollocks of just like do you, want some pizza? do you want some pizza or would you like this pizza have yeah. a little aren't you tall too tall for pizza though yeah no <sighs> no good i i didn't like that much and then in the house show genuinely like oh yeah sub house show levels of nonsense to give some praise to give some credit to this uh it did further the storyline between banks and uh Shotzi. Which is a is a core storyline on SmackDown. Sure. But at least that sure. that is a storyline from this match that can continue on SmackDown, and you cannot say a lot of that outside of the egg stuff that happened on this show. And um, Bianca looked like a star. So good things. It's better than last year's, but still, like at this point in the night for us, like. Also, where was Dewdrop? Dewdrop said on Raw. I'm going to be at Survivor Series and I'm going to be looking out for you. Because we joked, it won't be that hard. She's in the match. Maybe she stole the egg. <gasps> it was Dewdrop. Who the thunk it? Also, uh, on that, um, Hornswoggle did win the poll. Uh, 33%. Uh, Roman 23, Sami Zayn 22 to R-Truth 20. Oh, a fairly even split. Fairly even split that was. Um, it was not much worth us doing. Uh, and then in the main, I'm kidding, of course. And then in the main event, after teasers of The Rock, Ooh. after teasers of Brock Lesnar, Ooh. Roman beat Biggie, and, sure and, and, and the show ended. Oh, it was a good match. Though. It was really good. This uh, well, it, it it got good. Fans didn't care about it for a while. We didn't care about it for a while. But you know, I'd like. To think, Exactly. Exactly. We, we, we sat, sat back, back and we were just like, this will get good in 10 minutes. Yes. We can chat for 10 minutes. We can go and have a pee break. break. You know, it, it, it doesn't... It, we'd seen the urgency. Like you say, um, Biggie on Raw, I want to say, uh, came out, cut promising, like, you put your hands on my family. And for that, I'm going to beat you like you stole something. Um, Charlotte and Becky went in with that intensity. Biggie and Roman did not. Collar and Elvis Yeah. 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 It was a, as you know, a good Roman Reigns match. A very, you know, really, really good match. I actually really enjoyed this. Like, got really good towards the end. Um, lots of, you know, kicking out of the spear, kicking out of the big ending. I think they, yeah, they heated up. Uh, I think there were some really well-timed moments of Big E essentially hulking up. Yeah. Which is definitely not the appropriate term for, 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 to use. But he, the, I mean, that is the typical name for the baby so spot. Like, he had real fire and I think at that point really connected with the audience and I think that is a good story to take away here that they that people responded to Big E in a way that you would respond to a proper baby face yeah. like not an ironic face not like oh we like you because you're cool but just like we want you to beat the villain come on Big E come on Big E yeah. uh, and then there was a truncated finish and I, I think that yeah, it didn't quite end in the in the most spectacular way, but... Yeah, I mean, it was because we were looking at the clock and we we're like, okay, either the show's going to finish at half three, mm. in which case they've got 90 seconds to finish this match, or it's going to end at quarter two. It ended at half past. So the finish just happened. Yeah. 
And Roman Reigns won, and he celebrated, and he walked to the back, and the show ended. Holding up a finger, because year one. Well, and also, he the one. Oh, yeah. Right, so, you know, like, it's... It was it was good, but it doesn't really create much else for anything. No. This should have been Bloodline versus New Day. As with New Day as the tag champs, Biggie as the WWE champ, and the Usos as the tag champs, with Roman as the universal champion. But WWE, in their infinite wisdom, look at the New Day and think, those two tiny dorks have been really holding back Biggie out all these years. We should move them away so that Biggie can actually flourish without them. Tell you what I would like to have seen. Um, do you remember when, I want to say it was, uh, that's it. It was AJ versus Roman. And it was a it was extreme rules match, and Roman had the Usos in his corner, yeah. and AJ had the club. Yeah, and it was just like a knockdown, drag out thing. And those guys could get in. Like, it was still a singles match because then you can do the Survivor Series thing. But those guys got involved. Those guys could get involved. Oh, yeah. Do a couple of like crazy table spots, you know, like going yeah. through the announce tables, like a few jumps onto a sea of people, like make it feel. Like, and I think New Day versus Bloodline absolutely would have earned that. Yeah. Kind of feeling. Was it that extreme rules? What what did you think of the show? <laughs> uh, uh, nothing out of the uh, ordinary. Uh, nothing extraordinary, you yeah, could yeah. say. Uh, I I like. I thought it was a better than average Survivor Series show, but the Survivor Series format is incredibly stale and a bit lifeless. Um, the egg stuff is incredibly weird, incredibly camp, and is the kind of ironically compelling. Th- it's the absence of anything else that's compelling, which means that just a gag, a gag segment, which is promising to have a gag payoff, which is I you have to prepare yourself for the fact it's oh, going to be like a ten second thing. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I, 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 I ironically loved all the egg stuff. Yeah, we made the egg stuff way better than it had any like if i was watching this on my own if i was in laurie's shoes where he's like oh, like watching laurie this, laurie had to watch himself lose wrestle league tonight oh yeah, he did yeah if i was in laurie's position where i'm watching this show live so i can write the review and do the green screen stuff i would have seen that egg stuff and been like what the f is this we on the other hand had had some beers we'd had mm. some pizza all of a sudden vince mcmahon shows up and he's talking about eggs or something and we <laughs> had a ball yeah it's we, true we had a grand old time with it so that i think has raised my opinion of the egg stuff who <laughs> i am the walrus uh, cuckoo cachoo and i and i'm genuinely excited to watch raw now but i guarantee you when i watch raw on monday on by yourself on tuesday when i'm by myself i'll be like actually this is absolute poppins so perhaps the lesson is that wwe isn't good uh, watching wrestling with your friends is good well yeah what a lesson to learn so yeah i i overall it was a show i guess yeah it's yeah. some good stuff that yeah, be- yeah. that becky charlotte match is going to age better than the entire rest of the show becky charlotte was ace i thought the final what the action yeah, the men's thing was all right the men's elimination match was all right up up until the drew thing i think yeah. it, was, it was fine don't ever watch the pizza thing again no uh the women's like no i i thought i felt it was a bit too kind of like just like you say doofusy to really put over anyone's drama. i mean bianca i guess but she She's was not good she, for the title she was capitalizing on them being yeah silly bastards um 
And a decent main event. It's a two-match card. It's uh, the tag match again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do, don't you? Uh, well, let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats. While you're also clicking links, if you want to get involved in the conversation, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Why don't you also go to beer52.com forward slash wrestletalk. Get yourself 10, 10, 10 free craft beers on us. I am so tired. I feel my eyes being so heavy. I know. I'm thinking about bed. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking about bed now. Maybe doing the podcast after live streams isn't the way. It's not the one. Maybe not. Maybe not. It was my idea as well, so I'm very sorry about this. That's fine. Um, I just didn't want to come in and... Like, Again, because no, I I, I've got to drive back into London and I, I could not be bollocks to sense. <laughs> Blood wire radio. Oh, we did that one. I did that uh, in the first bit. Callum Hogan. I'll be honest, I got another drink. But being honest, I uh, love some positive encouragement. Uh, so could you go, guys say, Callum, then something nice. Surprise me. Also, sorry for being needy. Uh, I love you guys. Can't wait for uh, Blood on the Clock Tower. Uncut on Tuesday. Love you guys. Andy rules. Callum, you have you're a very generous person. Uh, you seem to be having a great night, and that's good. Live life to the fullest, Callum. You're awesome. Thank you for your support and your generosity. Callum, if you see a one hundred million dollar golden egg, you better take it. I hope it was you. Lakshmam Narashim Hambi, let's play Quizlemania. The first round is The Price is Shite. How much is this vintage Vince McMahon Survivor Series Golden Egg? That was pretty much the storyline for Survivor Series 21. It came out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> they were all I re watched there. it to get the thumbnail and it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on, hang on. I know it's great that I'm here. <laughs> and it, do you know what? It's a hit. Actually, let me just circle back to this again. Do you remember my reaction when I first saw Vince get out? Mm. I nearly threw up. I was genuinely physically ill and put off by Vince McMahon stepping out of a car and there being a parade of people applauding him. Yeah. Because after know, this week, after this week, I was like, ugh. It genuinely made me. It made my stomach turn that this man would have the gall to write this angle and write himself to be this hero to a locker room that when he steps out of a limo, people are waiting for him so they could just applaud him being there. It made me feel sick to my stomach. Where job security in WWE is at the lowest it's probably oh, ever been. Yeah. Where you could be freshly called up and then gone within a month. Where you could be in the middle of a storyline and then immediately cut loose. When you could be promised something and then immediately uh, sent on the scrap heap. Uh, like, it's... To, to then have a bunch of people fawning over him, almost with like kind of like you can you can just see the guns off camera, oh, people applauding at gunpoint. It genuinely like if it wasn't for the egg thing, which is just something that we are latching onto in order to be entertained because the rest of it is so drab and boring. Uh, if it wasn't for the egg thing, it would be genuinely gross, yeah. like genuinely gross. And I like I say, I went into this show as you'll see if you watch the stream. <laughs> My my face when the camera comes on. I went into this looking to not have a good time. Yeah. Because genuinely f this company right now. This week, this month, they got rid of Keith Lee. This week, this month, and Hit Row as well. Like I I just don't have any 
positive feeling to the company. I really don't. Um, I can't believe they did it before their big four. I can't believe, like you say, Vince would come out and be soundly welcomed by his adoring staff. Like, it's it's a baffling, inhumane, corporate, like, just, just the... the it's the corporate sleaze just oozes from every pore of WWE. And that's the kind of thing, you know, it, oh, the, the hawking pizza and cricket wireless. And they're just throwing so many consumeristic things at you. And it, it, it's, it's, it's lame. It's not cool. It lacks any of that kind of like genuine human spark. Any, any recognizable human emotion. And yeah, like... I really wanted to go into the show and hate it. And I walked away being like, that was an all right night, which is yeah. a hell of an achievement and a testament to the roster that they still have. Yeah, that was like, he came out, he did that. And I was like, that is gross and disgusting. And then he pulled out an egg and uh, the whole thing turned around for me. Vince is magic. Vince, you're instant. Vince has a way of being instantly forgiven, doesn't he? Uh, doesn't he just? It's so weird. Like, he is a guy, like, he literally fires, you know, 160-odd people, 120 people. It's, it's more than that. It's like 140 people he's fired over the last two years. If he went out on Raw, people would chant, no chance in hell. Yeah. And people probably will do come Monday. Um, nickname took forever, has been a Memberg for seven months. And thank you to new Memberg, Evan McLeod. Uh, Loot Sponge says, was at the events, was part of the wave. The crowd cared about nothing after the pizza battle royal. We chanted for CM Punk, AEW, and booed other seating sections that did not do the wave. This company. I also got a message from someone who said the show was awesome live. Did it come across on TV? No, it didn't. And some stupid punk, who has been a member for five months in a row, said, what happened on this show? I didn't watch, just got in. Something about a golden egg. These guys seem so tired and run down. Ain't that the truth? Right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Rest Talk Podcast. Thank you, Adam, for stepping in to do this so Ollie can go home and be less of a sleepy boy because he's got to do a green screen video. Absolutely fine. I'm going to go home and be uh, the sleepiest boy. Oh, I've got to go get a train now. I might go get myself a little egg and cheese muffin, though. You've got a kid. You've got a newborn waiting for you at home. Oh, yeah. What were you thinking? Well, I'm, I'm just going to watch the video of her laughing. That That's, you know, but if I don't fall asleep on the train, that's going to get me home, basically. And then I'm going to fall asleep. Take the take, take the, the belt with you. With you. <laughs> yeah. And then when she, she wakes, wakes up, up, just show her and be like, like Daddy won look what, this. Look what Daddy won. Daddy won this with a lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nearly 40. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk get yourselves 10 free craft beers on us we will be back on Tuesday with the raw review the next step in the whodunits with the golden egg and I cannot smeg and wait for it and then on Wednesday there'll be the NXT review Thursday AEW Friday Team Danuk rides again where the designer of the Jam That Championship belt is going to be on this show to talk about it. So that's going to Amazing. be very cool and exciting. And on Saturday, it'll be Tempest and Pete reviewing SmackDown. That is also our last live stream reaction, I think, until the Rumble. Oh, wow. Okay. I think we may do... Um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, but I think it's a week long now, so that might be slightly difficult. Ain't no bugger doing year one. <laughs> no, none of us are doing day one. On New Year's Day, smeg off. Absolutely, <laughs> that's not happening. So we're not going to do day one. We'll, probably, we'll all do a podcast review, but we'll do live reactions to the Rumble. It'll be our next one. 
until then, everyone, I have been Luke Cohen. D-A-D, your jam that champion. That has been Adam Blompier, handsome Amy, and that was wrestling. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.